Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Books Boys, live from the Grand Library, the Dean and PJ. Hello, you're through to Books Boys. You've got Dean on the line. Who's calling? It's Michael Pellegrino. Michael Pellegrino, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So you've just you've just rang in on Books Boys, and um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Why don't for the, for any listeners that might not be aware? Well, let's see. Uh, first of all, I think we have a little bit of distance between us. I'm actually calling from the states. Chicago, Illinois, where I'm presently at right at this moment. Um, I am a talent agent, and now we are a micro studio uh, we built out. Um, but we pretty much could do anything. Uh, okay. We wanted us to shoot a $10,000 sizzle, we could, or we could shoot a $100 million movie. Uh, wow okay so you've got a full setup then. full setup we're we're post-production color correction podcast rooms recording rooms we use slate uh you know the raven all their digital equipment black magic cameras uh we're fully opera i mean we're we're just pretty much nothing that we can't do um and we're expanding slowly. Um, so it's different than, you know, we want to become content makers, go into that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit different than running an agency and representing talent. But I think a little bit more exciting, a lot more fun, mm-hmm. um, more creative. Is it is it the, the want of excitement and fun that kind of made you want to change direction on that? It is. I have always been a content maker i've always been a writer but i was you know trained to be an agent my specialty is packaging so okay i'm the guy that puts the tv shows and the films and all the big events kind of from ground zero all the way to the moment you see it on on tv and it's it's a very uh, a limited thing. There's not a lot of us that actually do that. Mm-hmm. But as I started to go, you know, through the process of of doing it for almost thirty years, I started to realize that I really wanted to do a little bit more, and I wanted to start creating content 
because I have a lot of messages. I have a lot of things that I want to get out there. And I'm a gigantic advocate for the world of literature. And I seem a massive void for the literary world, especially with the pandemic. When the pandemic yeah. started, I think the literary world took a big hit. Um, but it was taken a big hit prior to that um, because of one one single word, Amazon. Yes. Yeah. So would you say it's been hit disproportionately by the pandemic or it's just a, a process of what's been happening, you know, even since before? I, I think it's been hit way before. Mm. I think the, the pandemic pushed it over the edge. And yeah. It started to make publishing houses, authors, readers, everybody started to realize, you know, there's a different dynamic that's starting to unfold on how people are viewing books, how people are able to interact with their favorite author. And we wanted to change that game. So we've, we've been building out the authorsworld.com which knock on wood will be launching hopefully by uh, July 8th. We were looking for June 30th, but we still have a little bit of technical uh, things that we're working out. But um, it's a phenomenal uh, platform. It's a digital platform that integrates a website that is like a Facebook it's like a computer. Mm-hmm. There's a weekly podcast, but we won't we won't interfere with what you're doing. <laughs> um, we'll we'll join forces. But awesome. What we want to do is we want to bring back what what's missing. You know, the days of going to the bookstore, buying the book, getting a cup of coffee waiting for your favorite author to come in and do a little reading and then having a Q and a it's gone. It doesn't yeah. exist. I mean, yeah, you're, you're totally right. That's, that's gone nowadays. You know, it's really is. But and how do you do it though? You know, that, that was the big question was how are authors getting to their audience? How are publishers able to market? How are readers able to, get the the opportunity to interact with their favorite authors or up and coming authors. Yeah. We wanted to build a platform that was designed specifically for that particular market. So you want this to be a catch all, you know, it's not one author. Well, maybe he's having some luck over on Instagram and then another author, maybe she's talking to someone over here. You want to have one space where everyone can talk about the book, talk to the author, you know, Q and a type stuff have it all in one place. Absolutely. And it has multiple divisions. I mean, we, we didn't leave out the biggest market in the world, which is the children's market. There's an entire division for children's uh, books and for children to go into. Even th- I mean, there's young authors out there that are inspiring to be, you know, uh, an author. And we will give them a platform that they mm. can put, publish their work online and other kids can go in, take a look at it, discuss it. We lost that a long time ago when 
when we started to become so digital where it's kind of almost like a babysitter, you know, mom and dad give, give, you know, the, the kid, the, the phone or the, the iPad or whatever. And it's a babysitter. It is. No, it, it is. I, I've seen it with, with kids, even, you know, even, um, relations, you know, when they have kids, it's just, okay, there's, there's an iPad, some it's bright colors, it's fast stimulation and that's it, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. And we wanted to change that. We wanted to, the content that we want to put out there uh, is positive. We want to make everything very positive, very safe, but we also want to, you know, we don't want to forget nobody. We don't, Mm -hmm. children's a big, 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 big market, even content wise, you know, animation. We do a lot of animation here at the studio at AMA. Um, It's, it's a really big passion. I think of everybody that's on my team we love it because we get the opportunity to create really cool things that have the opportunity to shape the positivity of the mind of a, of a child that they're growing up. Um, there's so much stuff on TV right now that's so, ah, let's just call it not positive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It will be nice. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, we'll, we'll, you can cushion that a little bit. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's not as much positive content, you know, as you would like or, or as there used to be. Um, so this sounds good. You know, this sounds really good. I'm, I'm hoping. We've, we've been building it and coding it for, I think, uh, since the beginning of time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I read when I was, you know, checking up on you that you've really had it the beginnings of the ideas for this, you know, back in, in 2005, you know, the sort of the ideas about doing this have been long in the works. It has. And, you know, I don't mind letting people know that we made a ton of mistakes. Uh, coding was something that was new to me. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, entered into the wrong relationships with the wrong people during certain times we've spent an excessive amount of, uh, of money trying to find the right people to get what we're doing. And we finally, after all that time latched on to a young team that is hmm. just, they, they understood what we were trying to accomplish. Yeah. I was really surprised to be honest with you. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I didn't expect such young minds to be they're they're brilliant, they're they're MIT people, but I didn't think they would grasp what, you know, I'm a little bit antiquated when it comes to <laughs> and they got it and they loved it. That was the whole thing is they embraced it. And they ran with it. They picked up the ball. And I'm like, look it. This is what I want. Um, I felt like Steve Jobs, you know. I, I, sure. <laughs> I, I want it to fit on the, the head of a pin, but I don't know how to do it. Just go do it. Yeah, yeah. And they did. They started creating really cool things. We started to they started to format, you know, uh, come together formation-wise. And you know, we're, we're almost there ready to launch and that's that's kind of one of our big big projects over here at ama studios our agency is 
we keep it boutique. You know, I'm an old, old CAA guy um, from back in the day. And I like to be very intimate and personal with my, with my clientele. So uh, my agents and I, we keep our roster intimate. Um, you know, instead of having 10,000 people on the roster and, oh, we represent so-and-so, what good is it if you're not getting them work? Yeah, I suppose that's that's a fair point. So you would like to keep a smaller roster? Absolutely, keep a smaller roster, be able to talk to my clients on a, if, if not a daily basis, at least once a week, see mm-hmm. how they're doing, communicate with them, and keep a rapport. And before you know it, they actually become family and you're, you're working hard for them. Yeah. That's, that's, that part of the agency is really important to me to still. That's good. So you seem to be all about positivity with those things, you know, doing things in, in the right kind of way, maintaining relationships and, and bringing positivity, which is great to hear. You know? I think that you have to, if, if you don't, you, you know, you get stuck with uh, a junior agent who doesn't know what they're doing. Clients get frustrated and things don't happen when you, it's not micromanaging. It's just being heavily involved in mm-hmm. what it is that you're, you built and keep an eye on it. I mean, I'm sure we're going to grow at some point uh, a little bit, but the studio has, been overwhelming building um (laughs) i was not expecting as much uh work as it was but it was great when we finally completed it um it's exciting um i mean and then all of a sudden projects they just start coming to you i mean it's it's insane i'm i'm so happy i am so grateful that the people that i worked with for over 30 years are coming to me saying hey let's let's do this movie together i'm like sure why not let's do it it's it's a very exciting moment Mm -hmm. our life and we're we're hoping that things well we know it's going to be positive let's put it that way yeah we're not going to. Are you are you specifically excited? You know, after all the work to get Authors World going, you know, is that? Oh, that is. You must feel almost relieved to to kind of finish with the the pre planning with the putting the work in. You know, not that you're not going to put work in, but just to actually launch. You know, <laughs> absolutely. Listen, this cup's going to be filled with coffee and rum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, it's going to be one big celebration because it has been uh i'll tell anybody anything that's worth something doesn't come easy it's it's a it's a grind it's a hustle mm-hmm. and we have just grinded our way and hustled and every day have you know figured out we're doing this wrong this is how it's got to be done author's world has taught me so much about new things you know i'm i'm an old school guy who you know loves to take his clients out let's have a steak let's smoke a cigar let's break bread 
and mm-hmm. now this is kind of the new the new norm is what we're doing right now yeah and it, it is it is it's difficult for guys like me that are used to going to the studios and pitching shows and, and interacting and shaking hands now we'll everything well let's just do a zoom all right you know it's a different <laughs> world yeah do you think it'll stay like this or do you think that it will slowly go back it's a great question um sadly i think that there'll there'll be some movement backwards to you know some of the in-person stuff but i think that we have after what 18 months almost of being locked down and everything i think that people that have been employees and employers have become accustomed yeah of the new way and they've also found out that they, they can save money save overheads on on offices yeah it's it's sad but it's true um so i i think quite frankly this is the new norm and that's kind of why we started to build some of the stuff that we have started to build when it comes to like the author's world because you know you wrote a phenomenal book and i I want to know more about your inspiration and how you did it. How do I do that? You know, I can't go to Borders Book anymore or Barnes and Nobles here in the States. I'm not sure if, if, you know, I mean, I know that, you know, the UK has, uh, you know, bookstores just like, just like we have, but it's all changed. Everything. Yeah. I'm not sure. It's been a long, long time since I've seen what you mentioned earlier, you know, like the author showing up at a bookstore, doing a Q&A or, you know, signing copies, whatever it is that they do. I, I, years, I think, since I've actually seen that, to be honest, over here. And it's the same thing here in the States. Yeah. Um, it's just something that it doesn't happen anymore. And I think it's a shame because it is the, you know, if you're really an avid reader and you love books you'll appreciate this analogy. You know, you get a book and it's brand new off the press. If you're a book lover, you just love to open up that book and smell it and hear the binder, you know, start to (laughs) wrinkle. And it's exciting, you know, to to hold it. And when they started to come out with, with digital books like Kindle and stuff, I was heartbroken. Oh yeah, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I I can't either. And I think there's still going to be an audience that's still going to. There, there's a readership that's still going to want to have a physical book in their hands and and read it just because they love books and like what we're explaining. But we do have yeah. to also look at the new market. We can't neglect it because they do exist and it's getting bigger and bigger but i still want to keep 
some nostalgicness around and I want to let people know that there is a way for you to talk with your author and meet with them and do what we're doing right now and, and mm-hmm. ask a question and be able to at least interact with them. And I think it's a great publicity tool as well for the publishing houses to market their books um, for the platform that we're doing. But- yeah. I mean, do you, do you see it being somewhere that, and you sort of did hint at it earlier, but you see it being somewhere that aspiring authors or, you know, people who are working on, on work can, uh, can, can get that out there and, and get some notice as well. Absolutely. And, and we, we have a whole section where we'll help you. You know, there's a, there's a whole division. We'll be able to go into the site and we will guide you through the process of here's what you have to do. Uh, you know, we're not a publishing house, but we will guide you as much as possible mm-hmm. to help you get to that point where you can go out and a lot of people are self-publishing nowadays. You have to find a legitimate self-publisher, not some, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I'm so lost for a word when I'm trying to say <laughs> vanity, a vanity publishing house. Somebody that's legit, that's really going to mm-hmm. put the book out there and, and people are going to get a chance to read it. But that's the whole thing for the author's world is for you to be able to place your your work on the website and for people like yourself to look at it and read it and give it, you know, your honest opinion of, mm-hmm. of their work. And criticism is not always a bad thing. You know, sometimes we don't want to hear it, but embrace we it. We need it. <laughs> That's all. Just embrace. Sometimes people are right. Sometimes they're wrong. Opinions are opinions. You take you take a little bit of everything and you go from there, but it's, it's good to get feedback from, from somebody that doesn't know you that doesn't have a bias opinion. And I think that will help new authors that are trying to get inspiration to get feedback from the general public saying, Hey, I really love it. You know, this really didn't, this moves too slow or whatever. It's an mm. opinion. Maybe, maybe it's, maybe the writer wants it to be that way. And maybe that reader is wrong, but at least there'll be dialogue about it. At least there's a discussion there. Yeah. That's what's really important is to open up the dialogue between the writer, the author and composers. We're going to have a whole section because music is really important too people don't realize what it takes to write a song for a TV show or for a film. It's, it's like writing a script or a novel. It's, it's, Oh yeah. This is something that I you know, you won't be aware of because we only talked about, you know, obviously the podcast and the books and things, but both myself and my co-host, first of all, my co-host has written a novel that he's going to try to get published. So I'm going to tell him, to certainly check out the site for some of that discussion and feedback. We're also both musicians as well, and we've both recorded a lot of songs together. So I think uh, there'd definitely be some uses there for ourselves, you know, ne- never mind anyone listening, even just for ourselves already. I can see some some interest. That's really good. Absolutely. I, I think that composers are an audience 
they don't have an audience that people really pay attention to. People actually don't realize when they watch the beginning opening of a of a. We'll just take Friends for instance, since it's been such a big mm. lately. You know, the music, the opening music to that particular TV show was written by somebody. But yeah. who can tell you the name of that composer and tell you all about them? Uh, very few people, I would say. Right. And I represent Snuffy Walden. Snuffy Walden has written, it's probably one of the greatest composers of TV shows that, of our time. He's probably composed over a hundred uh, beginning songs, opening. Wow. For, from everything from The Roseanne Show, The Wonder Years, The Cheers, and, and, and on. And the list just goes on and on and on. But nobody knows Snuffy Walden. If he, if he says, oh, I represent Snuffy Walden. Great. What movies has he been in? He's a composer. Yeah, people won't people won't know. You're right. Yeah. Right. So I I want to open up that door for people like yourself, musicians that are composing, mm-hmm. and let 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 the audience know that you know writing a song is like writing a book. There's a process to it, and I want them to understand the process of what it takes to write a hit song, and how much work goes into it. So there's a lot of yeah. different elements to what we have built. Hmm. No, that's 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 really cool. And just when you mentioned Snuffy, I mean, it kind of sets my mind running because when I was reading, um, you've worked with a number of famous people, um, and I was very surprised to see that you you'd done some work with Hulk Hogan in the past. I have, I have, I have. That's cool. What 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 did you do for Hulk Hogan? I'm an old wrestling fan from my childhood, you know. <laughs> Agent, uh, just have packaged TV shows for, for Hulk, um, who is kind of now taken it easy in his life. Yeah. Um, relaxing and enjoying the way he should. I mean, the guy has had so many back surgeries and stuff. Oh yeah. And he, well, he's put the work in for 40 plus years. So I think if anyone deserves a break, you know, <laughs> I'll just, yeah. Deserve. I mean, he does all the uh, comic uh, conventions and stuff still, and everything. But his his thing of going out and doing commercials and TV shows is he's not really aspiring to that anymore, like he used to. Mm. He's, you know, he's relaxing, and I think he deserves it. You know, I I represent Ice T, who is a workaholic. Um, really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. This man, he doesn't drink coffee. First of all, it's, it's wild. He, <laughs> I don't know where he gets his energy from. He is a, a true artist in, in every sense of the way. Um, very, very smart man. Uh, was actually, people have such a miss guided perception of 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 ice tea ice tea you know is always perceived of two things uh as a gangster rapper or he, he's a cop <laughs> <You> know, yeah <laughs> they, they think of him they think of him as finn 
you know, and they don't realize that he's iced tea. But this is a gentleman that has reinvented himself over and over again. And he's, he's brilliant. He, he's, if he's not shooting a show or, or doing a commercial, um, he's out doing music. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he, always working. He's always working. I, I, I don't, I think he probably gets a day a week that he may take for himself. And that's probably it. He's, it keeps him. I think it keeps him energized. It keeps him. Some sharp. people need that. You know, that's that's how some people function as well. It's it's crazy to think that there's people that don't need to <laughs> to take a break and fuel themselves with coffee. But yeah, somehow there is. You know? I, I admire <laughs> it. I, I, I think uh, working with him is nothing but a a pure pleasure. Just the work ethic is incredible, and uh, what he does is incredible. He's a phenomenal actor. He's He's a true artist, uh, and he's a real entertainer. And on top of that, he's real. You mm. get what you get when you when you're with him. authenticity. Yeah, and and it's it's kindness. He's he's one of the most kindest men I've ever met. Him and his wife wow. are absolutely beautiful people, um, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I've been out to dinner with them so many times. I've almost starved to death because the food's at the table, but people want autographs and pictures and he will not say no. Wow. He will persist and, and he always does look at, we couldn't eat all this food and have a good time if it wasn't for them. And that's a great attitude to me. I I admire that kind of. Mm. of That's a good attitude. And I think it's, probably lacking in in a lot of people actually so it's nice to see i think so yeah well look before we wrap up let me quickly circle back to office world i want to ask you a question actually have you had some time you know during the pandemic and things like that have you had some time to do a bit of reading yourself or are you just still flat out with the work i've been building this studio (laughs) 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 i i have I, I probably read about two, maybe three scripts a day. Mm. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, we we have about 11 projects right now in the works. We're doing a film with uh, uh, actually my old colleague, uh, Mark Cook, who is known for Lost in Space with Matt LeBlanc. And, yes. Uh, he also very... If it wasn't for him, Passion of the Christ never would have gotten made. He teamed up with Mel Gibson and put that out. And he was actually physically at this conference table uh, last week and is doing a, a new film with Prelude Pictures and AMA Studios uh, starring Mark Wahlberg um, that he asked us to come and produce, but I mean, I constantly am just reading scripts right now, trying to figure out, weed out what it is that really strikes us for us that we want to be involved in and pick those perfect projects that I, mm-hmm. I who we are. 
because I don't want to just make anything. I, I want to make a difference. So yeah, no, of course, and that's that's admirable, and that's you know, it's good to have that passion and actually have some authenticity behind your work. You're not just doing anything for the sake of it. No. Well, look, let me ask you a final question then before I let you go. What's your all-time favorite book? I would probably say Black Rain. Uh, okay. And wait, I got two because Black. I love Black Rain. Um, just I could probably read it ten times over, but. I could probably do the same thing with the Count of Monte Cristo. Ooh, yes. No, the Count of Monte Cristo, the massive, massive volume that it is, oh my- is sitting on my bookshelf and it's designed for my July reading. I'm going to take the whole month and just work through it. So no spoilers. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to, but it, you won't be able to put it down. It's, it's that good. It is just- to be honest, I, I anticipate that. I mean, I've read other Dumas books. I've read some of the Three Musketeers stuff, and I really like his style. So I'm looking forward to this one. It's been on my shelf for about three or four months. I've just been putting it off because there's a lot of shorter books I wanted to get to that I could get through quicker. You know, of it's going to take me a long time to, to do. But yeah, I'm, I'm, it's good to get, a, to get a good review of it, though, before I, before I tuck in. <laughs> oh, five stars. A phenomenal read. You'll love it. I, I don't think you're going to want to put it down. You'll put it down and then start laying down and be like, all right, I'm going to go back. straight back to it. <laughs> yeah, it's- a midnight cup of coffee and back to the book. I hope so. Um, the, the quicker I get through it, the better, you know, because I need to review shows on uh, books on the show, you know, but uh, that's a book that might take a whole month. And that's uh, it's a fun- yeah, it's phenomenal. <laughs> you know? I, and I, I just feel that it's one of those books that uh, I love. You know, I love I love those kinds of stories where you know I love the underdog that rises and, and yeah, that's all I'll say is you know somebody who is left in the wind proves everybody wrong. And those everyone loves an underdog story, whether it's in books, in movies, even back to wrestling. You know, the underdog people like to root for them, like to get behind them. You no. Know? I've been the underdog my whole life, and I, I've always been the guy that, you know, now, now you, you know, after 30 years, a little different, but it's okay being the underdog, because all it does is light a fire under you to prove people wrong, and yeah. that's, I think, what makes, makes successful people, is being know to take notice and realize that people think hey i'm the underdog that's all right you don't see you're ever gonna see me coming and when you do i'm gonna hit you like a you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm being i'm trying to be very polite <laughs> but would you say that you know is that i think that's a good note to end on but i i do kind of want to ask you know is that a piece of advice that you would give or you've got a lot of experience you say 30 plus years in the entertainment industry what is that big takeaway that you would kind of give to people who want to make it super easy i uh if you want to make it in this industry it doesn't make a difference on what side of it whether you want to be an agent or if you want to be talent um you have to be number one i I always tell people because they they call me this you have to be persuasive you have to you have to number one believe in yourself because people will not believe in you 
if you don't believe in you. And, and that will come across right away to a casting director, to a producer, to anybody. You have to believe in you. Number two, you have to be persistent. This is a business where you're going to hear no a hundred million times. They're going to beat you down to the point where you're like, you know what? I'm going to go get a job somewhere else. Forget this. This is a stupid business. No, it's not. The people that are telling you no, it's an opinion. That's all it is. Don't, mm. don't let them get the best of you. Be persistent. Be passionate. If you really believe that this is what you want for your, your life, then don't ever give up on it because you'll be successful. But you have to be persistent and passionate about it. And you have to be very, very, very persuasive. And that's the best advice I could ever give anybody. There we go. The three P's, persistent, persuasive, and passionate. That's the takeaway. Michael, it's been lovely talking to you. I'll let you get back to your coffee there, but have a, have a great day. You as well. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Thanks. Books Boys was presented by The Dean and PJ Burke in association with Thaddeus Penguin Productions. This episode was brought to you by our sponsor, patreon.com slash booksboys. If you would like to get in touch, you can email us at booksboys at hotmail.com or visit us at booksboys.com. The intro uses Driving in the 70s from the Of Soundtracks and Garage Bands EP by Trapdoor. And the outro uses Dog's Light by Bravo Max from the album of the same name. All music used is either podsafe or used with permission. If you'd like to support the show, click on the Amazon or Audible referral links on booksboys.com or go to patreon.com slash booksboys and get all of the Bufanda Boys bonus shows. Thank you kindly for listening to us. Please tell your friends and come back next time for another episode of Books Boys. Read some books! Hey, would you look at that? A totally free bonus episode. Bonus interview with Michael Pellegrino, Agent of the Stars. Can't say we don't churn out the content. Don't forget, guys, patreon.com slash booksboys. So much extra content. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com.